Hi, my name is Brandi Woodry. I am a daughter of Christ, wife, mother of three beautiful daughters, and a full-time public school teacher. Emerald is my birthstone. While researching, I learned that the toughness of an emerald is generally poor. I am an emerald daughter because I find my strength to do all things in my life from my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You don't have to have a May birthday to be an emerald daughter. Come, won't you join me for today's episode? In doing a quick Google search for to be the light, I found several responses in terms of meaning. In times of darkness, you offer hope, encouragement, kindness, and compassion. Another, to carry the torch for what needs to be completed or be made new. And even another one, to give of yourself in a new way to a situation or cause. In terms of being the light, I look at my life and I strive to do all of these different things. In times of darkness, to offer hope, encouragement, kindness, and compassion to others. To help carry that torch for what needs to be completed or made new. To give of myself in a new way to a situation or cause. This is why, as a daughter of Christ, when I was called to speak at church in the month of May, my instinct told me no, but I remembered his will, not mine. My biggest concern, as I mentioned in a previous episode, I think, was partially that imposter syndrome of thinking that I'm just too young and that I, therefore, don't have anything to share and that there are others who are older and much wiser than me that can be the light in the church setting. However, in my mind, I also thought that it would be important for me to serve as an example for my three daughters. In 1 Timothy 4 verse 12, Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. As a wife, trying to be the light sometimes means that we have to cheer up our spouses and make them laugh. And Landon, my husband, does that for me. He cheers me up. He makes me laugh and smile. We work really hard to listen to each other. And even if we don't necessarily want to do something that the other one wants to do, we do it anyways. To me, we see so much in pop culture of these grand gestures of love. And in reality, I believe that as a wife, it's not those big grand gestures that mean the most, that produce the most light. I think it's the small things. It's sharing the everyday duties with one another that really, truly helps us be the light for one another. In John 1 verse 5, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. As a mother, I want to prepare my children for the real world, and letting them fail and learn when the stakes are the lowest they could ever be right now, living through those logical consequences and not rescuing them from things and situations, Simple things, like if they forget something at home, allowing them to figure out what they need to do and not rushing to their side to help them with those things. If they get in a bind with a project, my not doing that for them or with them, in no way does that 
serve as an example of my love for them. They know that I love them and that it is their situation and therefore they have to figure out what to do in that situation. And again, sometimes they suffer a negative consequence. And as a mother, it's hard to watch your children go through a negative consequence. But again, I believe that this is the moment to, for them to go through these things. Because again, this is the moment where the consequences are the lowest they will ever be. I work really hard as a mother to pour Jesus into them. Whether it's getting up on Sunday mornings to get them to church studying the Bible nightly with them, and even listening to music in the car, my Christian contemporary music. It warms my heart as a mother when certain songs come on the radio and my children chime in, and they will do that no matter who is around them. And so when their friends are with us even, it warms my heart that they're teaching their friends these songs and that we're spreading the gospel through music. In Matthew 5 verse 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. As a teacher, I've mentioned in previous podcasts how I may put words on the board like love, patience, kindness, mercy, grace to help students throughout their life with me and their time with me. I also wear motivational shirts with sayings on Mondays. I call them motivational Monday shirts. And so they say a variety of things. Sometimes they say simple things like be brave, be bold, be kind. Sometimes they say today is a good day to have a good day. And sometimes they just say be kind. But I think these are things that are really important and that help spread the light in the world. I also, when students were testing the school year, I worked to make sure that every student got a testing treat along with a note, a positive saying. And so if you have local school districts in your area that are experiencing testing throughout the school year, and if you would like to contribute to those districts, one of the ways that you can do that is to speak with the district and be a volunteer donator to donate testing treats with positive sayings. The kids love them. I always try to put puns with them. And so they can be things that um, in my district, we try to take into account allergies. And so I made sure that I didn't have anything that a child with allergies would not be able to consume. Um, but it really, really helped lighten the mood for these kids who are taking these tests that at times, depending on where you're at, could have some high stakes attached to them. These are ways that you can be the light. In Psalm 119 verse 105, your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. As a runner, it's been a challenge this year, as I've spoken about before, but I had started a Facebook group for my running, mainly to hold myself accountable. And it is not a group that is meant to have a lot of followers necessarily, but it is a group of close people to me that will help hold me accountable on my exercise journey, my fitness journey of getting 30 active minutes a day. And in my case right now, just simply walking each day as I'm building myself back up to my running status. 
I think it's important in any group that you might be a part of, whether it's a Facebook group virtually or if it's an in-person group, to let others see your own imperfectness, to encourage others with your example, and to never quit. And so I hope these are the things that I try to embody, and I hope that I do that in my virtual groups that I'm a member of. I also run a Facebook group uh, that is, again, a small group of teachers, but it is meant to spread positivity. And so every day throughout the school year, I, as a teacher, try to look to the good. And then in the evening when I get home, I always post at least one post a day of something positive that happened in my day, some sort of positive interaction. I think no matter what role you play in life, a daughter of Christ, a wife, a mother, a teacher, a runner, whatever you do in life, I think it's very easy for us to get bogged down by the negative. And I think it's really important if you start looking to the good and looking for those positive moments in your day, no matter what role you are playing. I think that if you can even find a way to record those things daily, it will help you to see that maybe life is not as negative or maybe you are making a greater impact than what you once thought you were. In Psalm 18, verse 28, you, Lord, keep my lamp burning. My God turns my darkness into light. And in Ephesians 5, verse 14, this is why it is said, Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. We look to God to help us in those moments of darkness because we know that light replaces the darkness and that light is where we're going to find our hope and our inspiration and goodness. And so I wanted to end today with a quote. This quote I found in a book by Marianne Williamson called A Return to Love. And I quote, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others, end quote. I hope that you will let your own light shine and therefore give others around you permission to do the same. Go out there and be the light. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you like what you heard, click subscribe to be notified of future episode releases. It is my goal always to leave this world a little better than I found it by being a light in the darkness. Finding my strength through Jesus Christ, this Emerald Daughter is saying, stay happy, healthy, and safe today and always.